0: Gitu like looks over at me and the seat like because we were in the back seat of this car and she just had this like face I was like she just looked mortified and like her face was like starting to get pale and I was like what's wrong <laughs> and the guy who's was driving was like what, what's going on she's like you need to pull over and I'm like what <laughs> so we literally like whole ass to a gas station and he goes to the bathroom and like pukes her brains out and I'm like oh, I'm not gosh, kidding guys God. this shit was blue like I know you're saying we were drinking champagne and I'm sure that happened at some point I don't really remember but I was also drinking whatever the fuck um one of our good guy friends was making it was some kind of island drink yeah like blue and... Quavo or something yeah and this is the first time that I've ever heard of the liqueur um <laughs> liqueur. blue uh blue curacao or curacao whatever um and i can't tell you how many of those drinks i had but i vomited it all up in this gas station oh bathroom. yeah and blue liquid everywhere yes and my thoughts while i'm in the bathroom i'm holding hair because i was also drunk too and i'm like you too like we gotta get it together like my parents are gonna know we're drunk because we were getting home like pretty early i mean it was like probably like, 12 30 it was like right after midnight on new year's and yeah at home we, like, open up my parents' front door. We're like, okay, well, maybe they'll be, be asleep. Well, my dad, like, pops out from around the corner. He's like, breathalyzer. Like- What's up, guys? Welcome back to We Can All Be Winners with Gitu and Taylor. Hey, guys. It's Gitu. Um, you should probably know that by now after three episodes. But, um, honestly, this episode has been so difficult for us to record we don't know why we've been trying to record this episode for literally the past three nights yeah we've been facetiming about it we've planned it all out and everything but honestly because it's a month of jane oh, i'm sorry wow I'm jumping ahead of myself <laughs> okay it's <December. laughs> um, because it's december this is kind of a crazy time i know for gita and for me um you know she's finishing up her semester and i'm finishing up my nine weeks with my students and it's been chaotic And honestly, just getting a second just to, like, talk to someone, you know, it kind of helps, like, relieve the stress of all the craziness in life right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Taylor and I literally last night, like, no offense to you guys. We love you, but uh, we kind of took a break, and we literally played the game What Are the Odds for the past, like, or for, like, three hours straight last night. Oh, my God. it was. We were supposed to record. We're like, okay, like, at 9 o'clock, we're going to start. But then we just kept, like, playing this game. Like, I um dared Gitu to like I don't even know like post like funny stories on our Instagram mm-hmm. um I had to post a photo of me wearing my shirt over my head for two minutes and <laughs> some people I don't even know saw luckily but it's, it was really funny it was just kind of I mean even though we took about like six days to get to this podcast <laughs> we made it <laughs> mama made we it. made it we <laughs> definitely did and hey we still stuck to our Thursday timeline and that's all that mattered We just knew we were going to be busy this week, so we're like, oh, okay, how about we fit it in Monday? Nope, we FaceTimed and just shot the shit for, like, three hours that night, too, and it's just been, you know, when you just need to decompress and relax, I think Taylor and I just do that by literally sitting there with each other, and even if we're not speaking, (laughs) we just need space from life. (laughs) Yeah, and it's the same with Shane, like, for him, like, him and I have just been kind of, like, doing our own thing right now, because... He's been studying for like his big exam coming up too, because it's the end of the semester for him. So he's been playing Fortnite. And if you don't know who Fortnite is, it's, like a huge game that's blowing up everywhere. Um, if you don't know who Fortnite is, you just probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> I like how you said who Fortnite is. <laughs> it basically is a person. Who's Fortnite? In- right? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh my like God. when people ask like, "What's a Gitu? and I'm like, "It's it's me. It me. That it me. It's my name actually. <laughs> it's, not thing. it's not a. It's not a. It's not a." Yeah, y'all get my. You get my point. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. All right. Um. Anyway, moving on. Before we get to our episode, um. Taylor and I obviously have to do the honors and uh, crack open a cold one. Just kidding. They're not yours. Oh, fucking god, I almost dropped it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, what do you got there? All right. So tonight, uh, kicking it, uh, back to the classics with some white claw with some lime white claw, which. I didn't like lying White Claw at first, but I've actually- it's grown on me. I mean, it's not bad, but it's not great, but it gets the job done. So I have a few in front of me right now to pile through. Pile through? Slam through? You have a few White Claws that you're about to slam Slam through. pile, y'all know what I mean. Yep. Dude, how many- how long do you think this podcast is gonna be? You just never really know. All right, well, I guess it I'm, takes us. I, I'm a wimp, and I only have one truly in front of me, but to be fair, I did take a shot of Fireball, like, 30 minutes ago, yeah. because, sorry again, we put this off, and we were playing What Are the Odds again, and I didn't <laughs> want to do what I had to do. I think Taylor dared me to, like, inhale some pepper. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I dared you to snort pepper. Yeah, and <laughs> I couldn't find any pepper in my house for whatever reason, so I was like, all right, I'll take the L and take a shot of fireball and guys like i honestly needed five minutes to just breathe and not puke it up (laughs) i totally understand that and i I probably it's probably better that you took the shot honestly but no i have a few in front of me so i mean if we're gonna get drunk you know gotta gotta make sure i have i get drunk all right well here we go crack them open literally my sister just called me 10 times and just texted me saying i need you to answer bitch i'm recording my podcast you're gonna have to wait Probably because of what you dared me to tell her last night. Probably. All right. Oh my god! Ooh, so many bubbles. Uh-huh, just kidding. Oh, did, have I have I already told everyone about this one? The wild berry. I don't think so, but I really like that flavor, and truly, been like, amazing. Oh, you know what? No, I did tell them. No, I think I had a pomegranate one, but um, yeah, wild berry truly pretty good, pretty tasty. I'm not not mad about it. Not mad. Remember, remember when we hated truly? Yeah, I mean, I still do. It's just I think I've this podcast has like forced me to drink it so much because that's all I have in my house. That yeah, I'm, I'm just taking the L. Um, yeah.
1: all
0: right. Well, we're gonna jump into our episode. Um. Basically, we're going to break it up, and if you guys have heard the song Thank You Next by Ariana Grande, it is blowing up. I mean, I honestly, when I first heard it, I remember I was um, I was sitting there in the morning, and it had just come out that day, and I turned it on, and I think my boyfriend literally said, like, can you turn that shit off, please? <laughs> <And> <laughs> literally, I was just the same a- thing. He's like, I don't understand this. He's like, she's literally just shitting on men, and I don't get it. And I was like, honestly, I'm empowered by this. I, you know, I'll be real. I didn't like it at first, but the more I was listening to it, I thought it was really catchy. And then I started listening to the words more and more. And I was like, honestly, fuck. Yeah. Ariana. Like you go like, like, you don't need no man. Like good for you. And, um, yeah. And then the music video, she hyped up like crazy. And I know I told, I told a lot of my friends this, I definitely told you this Taylor, like when it came out, finally, I think she had teased it so much. She did, yep. yep. That I wasn't even impressed by it anymore, and it wasn't even, like, cool to me. Because she had just kept, like, sending us snippets, like, for the days prior to releasing it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, all in all, it was a good it was a good video. Yeah, and I really... So, when I first started watching it, I thought the whole thing was going to be Mean Girls themed. I had no idea that she was going to spin it off with other movies and other kind of snippets from things in general but I loved it like I loved how she did it I really loved the 13 going on 30 reference and I thought I thought she played that really well she definitely pulls off like the little 13 year old girl because Ariana Grande looks pretty young (laughs) she really does there are a lot of people who are saying you know oh my gosh I loved the 13 going on 30 looked the best like she looks so like angelic blah 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 um I honestly liked her Elle Woods outfit the most. That was fun. I liked it too. And I think if I remember correctly, um, I was reading on, I think it was MTV, the name of the book she was reading, like when she was laying out was something fun. I think it was talking about immigration or something. (laughs) I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Considering like all the shit that's been going on in politics with immigration. And um, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty unique. That was pretty great. I I appreciated what she did. The Kendall Jenner part was hilarious. I loved all the cameos um, of everyone else, like from her show, Victoria, not her show, Victoria Justice's show, Victoria. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about how sad it is that Victoria Justice is nowhere near as famous as Ariana Grande. And for those of you who didn't watch this show, it was like a show from early 2000s called Victorious on Nickelodeon. And this actress named Victoria Justice was the lead. Hence the name Victorious. And Ariana Grande was just like this little side character that no one really cares about. And she was really annoying, actually. But you know what, uh, though, when I think about it, like, from the episodes I have seen of Victorious, Ariana Grande's character did have the most, um, I guess, like, depth to her. I mean, she was stupid. She was trying to play a stupid role. But I think she kind of captivated the show more than Victoria Justice, even though she was the lead character. Oh, definitely. I agree. She And she also had the best voice. I even remember, like, back in the day when she would sing and they gave her a solo. I was like, damn, that girl can sing. So, yeah, good for you, I, Ariana. Like, kudos. Yes, but that song definitely blew up. I mean, she's been having a really good year, I mean, in music. I mean, between... Oh, my gosh, what are the songs that came out? Uh, no Tears Left to Cry, Breathe in, God is a Woman. God is a Woman. I mean, she is all up in that feminist bullshit right now, and I love it. Like, she's... Yeah. I mean her songs are all over the radio all the time. I mean, if I'm sitting in the car for 20 minutes, I'm going to hear at least three of her songs. Oh, absolutely. XM, like XM is known for just playing songs on a loop and she's all over the place with it. But I actually haven't, you know, grown bored of any of her songs. Cause you're right. Like they're all about, you know, empowering women. So I just belt that shit out whenever it comes on. And it's pretty great. Um, I love it. And yeah, her I music mean- videos are really cool too. Like I've, Cause I'm really big on watching music videos because I, I don't know. I feel like they put a lot of work into them and her music videos are actually really interesting. And I love on her album, how she has that like upside down. Yeah. for sweet. I'm not really sure what the point of it is to be honest, <laughs> but I like it. I'm digging it. I watched her like dangerous woman diaries or something. And I was hoping that they would give some background as to like, what the fuck her mindset was for all of this. And, to be quite honest, it didn't clear anything up. But I think that <laughs> all in all, she just she just wants to have fun and she just wants to do cool shit. And I'm all for it if it keeps, you know, talking about empowering women and, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm here for it. So, yeah, but this song is literally number one, like, all over the country. She is, um, I think it racked up almost a 100 million streams. Yeah, yeah. And it was, um so I was actually, when I was reading a lot about it, it said that her song was number one, like on the top charts for four weeks in a row. And apparently, according to ABC News, the last time that happened was in 2016 with cs cheap thrills. So Wow, Cheap Thrills? I would not have guessed that. Which to be honest, I thought that song was trash. Sorry for those who like <laughs> it. <that. laughs> it kind of was. It was straight garbage, to be quite to quite to be quite honest. <laughs> <That worked> <laughs> <our> <laughs> <heart>. <laughs> fireball got to me bro <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um but anyway so our segments that we're gonna work on if you've heard the song which you if you're anywhere you've heard it i don't care if you don't like her or not like you've heard this fucking song but um, wait we should we like play a snippet of it because i can play a snippet of it just in case can we do that or are we breaking rules fuck the rules fuck the up. no just kidding i respect the police no no you don't that's fine i'm I'm gonna play like a small snippet of it just so you guys can hear also no one listens to us enough to be intimidated by this so (laughs) i think we're safe that's true all right pull it up okay well while taylor pulls (laughs) 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 awkward i was trying to figure Um... out how to mute you on FaceTime, but also played on here so i guess you just have to be quiet while i do it (laughs) i'll be quiet um just let me know when you're gonna play it. While Taylor pulls that up, we're gonna focus on three main things that Ariana talks about: is what has taught us love, patience, and pain. So, uh, Taylor and I have a shit ton to say about this, and we're really excited to dive into it. So, after we um, have um, family music time together, <laughs> what the fuck am well, I by saying? By y'all right around now? the fire, join us with your trulies <laughs> and your white cloths. I'm just gonna sit my ass down for a little bit. All right, here's a right, song. Yep. Right, ready? Yeah. Echo. Play thank you next by Ariana Grande on Spotify. Thank you. Next yes, by uh, Ariana Grande on Spotify. Echo. Echo. <laughs> Echo. Fuck Amazon. <laughs> Volume 10. Oh, what a bitch. No, oh, oh, oh <laughs> there it is. Okay, here we go. I am so a <laughs> I think that's good. Alright, Echo. Shut the fuck up. Give me me a second. Echo. Stop. I was trying to stop it through Spotify, but my Spotify wasn't loading. But um, But you guys get the gist. (laughs) Yeah, basically it's all about fuck her exes because she's amazing now and she is going to rely on ariana so ariana's doing ariana exactly so um yeah so we're gonna dive into um the love patience and pain portion of this but before we do that i think there were some hilarious memes that came out that's actually what inspired us to this episode was not even the song necessarily it was the memes because Geeks yeah. can always DM each other memes on Instagram. I'm sure a lot of people do that. But there were some memes of, like, Chick-fil-A. It was, like, one taught me love, one taught me patience, one taught me pain. It was, like, waiting in line for Chick-fil-A being closed on Sunday and um, getting your food. And I don't know. There's just so many funny ones out there. There was another one um, for anyone out there who watches The Office. Um, I've been, like, slowly watching it because that's what we fall asleep to. And... There's one of um, all of Michael Scott's exes, and it has one taught me love, one taught me pain, one taught me patience, so I thought that was really funny. Yeah, and Grey's um, Anatomy had one, too, and that was that was really funny. I think it had, like, I think it had all of, like, the men who have fucked us up, like, McSteamy, McDreamy, and I think whoever, I think it was George, mm-hmm. who was, like, he was something else. But, um, yeah, those are all pretty good ones, and uh, wow. There, there have been, and then they do ones for like colleges. I know for FSU they had some pop up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like one was like being at the at Yeah, and then Stroh's is the library, by the way. Yeah, and then um, PSA. I'm um, already on my second white claw. You're disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. All right, so we're gonna jump into love, and basically. This is going to be a little more adulty, kind adult-y. of. We're, gonna, we're adulting? We're, we're going to adult a little bit, even though we're both kind of bust right now. <laughs> and um, we're just going to talk about, like, friendship moments that we love. Um, there was a time last week that Taylor and I had, like, a straight-up heart-to-heart. And I don't know what happened, but I remember I called her, and I was just having a super low day. And she was having a low day too and we literally both just sat there and like cried on the phone together and um it was one of those moments where we were just like honestly let's just run away (laughs) let's just run away yeah never look back yes I agree like I feel like those like moments you have with like your friends I mean especially you too because she's my best friend but I mean I I think like with anyone just like these like small things people do for you you know like I remember um in particular, is my birthday, like, two years ago. Um, I didn't have, like, anyone to hang out with, and it was, like, one friend, like, came through, even though, like, she was busy, and, um, like, it doesn't like, really matter, because I knew, like, she had a lot going on in her plate, and the fact that she showed up, like, that was, like, meaningful to me, so that taught me a lot about, you know, people stick with you, like, no matter what, and even when you think they're not going to show up. I also yeah. think like, just friendships in general that actually last, too, you know, because, again, like, talking about the formative years, especially, like, when you're a young adult, I think a lot of changes happen in your life between, you know, you graduate from high school, and then you become this quote-unquote adult, and then you go to college, or you go start a job, or whatever your path is in life, and, you know, keeping those friends who are actually meaningful friends is really what matters, because my mom always told me that, that like there's friends who a reason a season and a lifetime yeah you know, those lifetime friends i like stick around because i mean i know leaving high school and i know Gitu can relate i'm not friends with everyone i went to high school with and i think this is pretty relatable to most people and the people who still are around i mean three people who are yeah no two two people who are in my bridal party for instance they're friends from high school that actually stayed around and i'm not saying that they just like dipped and they're like fuck you but You know, they're just people who, you know, no matter the changes they go through in life and all the craziness, they still make an effort to stay your friend. And I think that's what matters. And Taylor and I were talking about, you know, the friends that you knew in high school. Like, I, it's amazing that Taylor and I have stayed friends for so long. And, you know, I saw like a meme the other day that was saying, if you've been friends for over seven years, you're probably going to be friends for life. So, uh, things are looking up for us, Taylor, but, um. You know, you you appreciate the people who knew you when you were stupid and in high school. And when when I say stupid, I mean, just like you were a reckless teenager and you were all over the place. And, um, you know, getting back in touch with those people is really fun because you get to not only reminisce, but you can talk about, you know, how you were in the past and you can and those people know you from when you may have been going through a lot of crazy life changes. Like I know when my parents were getting divorced, you know, I can talk to people who knew who I was throughout that. And they can show how show me how strong of a person I was during that time, or how weak of a person I could have been at some of those moments. So, you know, you really learn to love those people. And same with my college friends. I mean, those girls and guys, you know, like you, you know, you form a whole friend group, you know, those people stick with you. And Some I don't talk to every day, but then I talk to them and it feels like no time has gone past and you can really rely on them and it's, it's such a great support system to have. So, um, yeah. yeah, And also like the friendships where like, you can like pick up where you were last and it doesn't do anything because I have a lot of friends where, you know, if we don't talk for a while, it just, you can just tell the friendship just ends and that happens sometimes and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean. If you feel like there's something wrong with that, there's not. It's normal. That's life. You're not always going to stay friends with the same people forever. But the friends where, you know, maybe you haven't talked in six months, but if you can, like, you know, meet up, have coffee, and just kind of pick up where you were, I feel like those are the friendships you can appreciate. Because I have a friend here who actually lives in Tallahassee, and we don't see each other a lot, even though she lives, I think, like 15 minutes from me. But we see each other, like, probably every, like, three months or so we don't text very often at all but we meet up and it's like we just pick back where we were and the that's the thing that I've really appreciated most most and that's kind of like taught me love in a sense you know oh absolutely and I mean you know even the people because it is work to stay in touch with people and you know you tend to take advantage of your friends a little bit because you can disappear and then come back and you know you know they'll still be there which is beautiful but also you know it's also like taking advantage of the fact that they'll always be there and I know we've all done that to someone and it means a lot that you know how many people I get to stay in touch with every day I feel like my phone is constantly buzzing with some group chat or some friend or like Taylor and I I can tell you um, my boyfriend has he's seen our conversations and Taylor and I literally send 20 text messages in a row yeah like 20 and we do not care because at that point you can't not love me anymore so like I can blow up your phone and not give a shit Mm -hmm. like even during work sometimes I think I've blown her up and I've been like why are you not talking to me (laughs) why are you looking at I don't care if you have work please talk to me quit and she's like she's like yeah you're right sorry I just took a break (laughs) (laughs) which we all need that I feel like we need to rely on those friendships another thing that like we were talking about that's like taught us love is um, especially as an adult, is appreciating the little things, because I feel like, you know, we talked about how in the past, I don't want to say materialistic, but kind of like materialistic things like having a lot of friends per se, or, you know, doing all of the things or seeing all of the things or um, being seen. I think that's stuff that kind of like what you appreciate when you're younger. But as we've gotten older, I think we've started to appreciate more the little things. Absolutely, I, I love taking advantage of the things that I didn't get to in the past. Like, actually, Taylor and I were just talking about as I was taking that shot of fireballs <laughs> again. My still hurts. Um, talking about how one? I remember those days when you know you were, the Uber was about to get there and you had to take all these shots with your friends and you were in the kitchen and you're like you know, the music was blaring, and you were all super dressed up, and I know you guys all know what I'm talking about, guy or girl, whatever, (laughs) you you know, you're in the room, and you guys are all pounding shots, and getting ready to go in the Uber, and you're so stoked to get out and start dancing, or start, you know, socializing, and that used to be so much fun, but, um, now Taylor and I are talking about how, you know, what I can't wait for is just a night in, Mm -hmm. with, you know, putting on a movie, or putting on a really shitty movie, yeah and like, getting the greasiest food we possibly can and curling up together, putting on our home clothes and just laughing and talking yeah. and appreciating, you know, each other rather than, you know, going out to get those experiences. So I feel like that's definitely changed going from early twenty 20- or not early 20s, like our teen years to like going into mid 20s, I feel like. Yeah. And that's not to say that doing that stuff isn't fun because- I mean, Gitu and I and, you know, a lot of my friends and Shane and I, I mean, we still enjoy, like, going out and doing those things, like, you know, drinking and going out to the bars, club, whatever, but there is something to say about just, you know, enjoying just being, and even, like, just hanging out at the house, and even if you want to get drunk at the house, that's fine, too, Um, you know, that's, I think that's more meaningful. Absolutely. Like, when Taylor and I went to EDC, um, we had so much fun at EDC, and the experience was amazing, and, and the people, honestly, make up the experience, for sure, um, but we also had so much fun when we came back to the house after EDC, like, we stayed up, we got McDonald's, and we just sat and talked, and it was, it was so much fun, but, um, we, like, we stayed up, and we really appreciated it, so, um, that was a big thing. The other big thing is um, Taylor and I really appreciate phone calls. Now we were talking about that, like FaceTiming and phone calls because sometimes texting like really gets in the way and you know, we don't feel like looking at our phones. So we just blow up each other's phones and call each other. I agree. I feel like phone calls are definitely better because I, I don't know. It's just easier just to pick up the phone and just talk to someone I mean, for me personally, I'm not a huge texter, and I know a lot of people aren't. I mean, I also text people, but I definitely prefer just to talk to someone over the phone or even FaceTime them because I, can, I feel like I can have a better conversation, too, and it also is just less work. <laughs> it really is. The only problem is, is that when you and I call each other, we end up staying on the phone for like hours <laughs> yeah which sometimes can be a little crazy when I have things to do or you have things to do but oh totally I remember during finals like I I was finishing up finals and I remember we were still FaceTime because we were trying to do this podcast mm-hmm. and I I was trying I was I really needed to go but I also was getting so fed up with studying that I was like I'm not gonna ask to go because this is a lot more fun than studying right now I so but, yeah, phone calls are definitely something that's Todd's love and, like, just, you know, you know, yeah. communicating with people in more meaningful ways. Also, it's, like, some other things, too, that's Todd's love. Every time I was, like – this is going to sound really silly, but, like, you know, like, taking a nap. <laughs> like, if we're being real. Like, being able to, like, actually just rest for a second. And not necessarily, like, sleeping, but honestly, like, sometimes when I get home from work, I'm just exhausted and just getting to sit there and just – sit on my couch and just be for a second is something that I appreciate now more than ever because in the past I felt like I had to go 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 at all times yeah I have to do this I have to see this person or I have to be seen at this event or um you know I need to like keep my schedule constantly full and that's just not necessary I mean it's just not I mean you need to take time for yourself sometimes too Honestly, when my schedule is, like, go, 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 I get really stressed out. Like, if I have a lot of things to do on one morning, I get so stressed, and I hate it. Like, I, and that's the thing about, you know, we talk about adulting and stuff, you know, I know everyone says, like, oh, God, we're getting older, and adulting is so fucking annoying, but there are so many things you learn to love about adulting that you just learn to love things that you really hated before, Mm -hmm. you know, like. I hated being home on a Friday night when I was, you know, in college. I felt so, like, lame being in on a Friday night, but sometimes, you know, I had to study or sometimes, you know, like, everyone else didn't want to go out, so I wasn't going to go out, but I was still, like, so annoyed that they didn't want to go out, you know? A hundred percent, yeah, because I feel like that was definitely like, more of an expectation. Like, you know, even when I was, like, 20, like, there was an expectation of, like, oh, like, what are you doing tonight? What's your plan? or last minute plans and honestly last minute plans now freak me out. I mean, I don't mind going with the flow sometimes. I'm definitely more of a spontaneous person, but I think I've kind of calmed down a little bit with that kind of thing. I kind of like knowing what I'm doing ahead of time. And usually like when I do things on like Friday nights and Saturdays, it's kind of like planned in advance so I can like mentally <laughs> prepare myself for it. Yeah, honestly, there was a night um, a few a couple weeks ago where Taylor and I were both home on a Friday night and I remember I was trying to study and work on my paper and I was like and we started facetiming and I was like Taylor what are you doing home on a Friday night and she's like I could ask you the same thing and we both were just like honestly we just don't want to do anything yeah like and we just ended up staying up and facetiming and talking until we both were so tired that we couldn't keep our eyes open so Mm -hmm. that's something that's really great about adulting is that you know you learn to love the little things and you learn that being facey isn't everything to you know isn't everything anymore and that your close friendships matter to you and you really love developing those and you develop a sense of self-love and I know that sounds super lame but being alone you know Mm -hmm. means everything and just some time to yourself and ask yourself like literally have a conversation with yourself and ask yourself how you're doing means so much more now yeah and it's okay to say no it took me a long time to say no to people when they wanted to do stuff because I realized something about myself a while ago that I'm more of a people pleaser and that I have a really hard time to saying no to people. Cause I don't want people to be upset or I don't want them to think that I just don't care about them. But honestly, now I'm like, you know, what? it's okay to say no. And I'm still working on it. It's not something that I'm perfect at. And honestly, Shane kind of has a real man. So now he's like, you know, it's okay to like tell someone the truth, be like, actually, I want to stay home tonight because I've had a really long week and I just kind of need some time to myself tonight. It's okay to just be honest and just take that time for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that there have been a lot of times when, you know, especially at Furman, when, um, when my friends were like, oh, you know, do you want to go out or do you want to go out for dinner even? But dinner always turns into drinks and we mm-hmm. all know that. Yeah, um, but I would have um I would have a paper due the next day or I'd have a test that next day and it took me a while, you know, I thought that I was Superman and I could do everything and you know, oh, like drinking isn't gonna impair my sleep and isn't gonna hurt anything, you know, like, I'm early 20s, like I'm 19, I, I can work through this, but it's okay to just say, honestly, I'm gonna be lame. Don't hate me. Like I'm staying in tonight. Yeah. And that is like basically the things we really think that's taught as love. So thanks, Ariana Grande. Yeah, we we love our early 20s. I know we shit on it and we say we hate adulting, which I mean, that's still true. We still hate adulting, but (laughs) we are acknowledging the fact that we do love some things about adulting. Mm -hmm, Definitely. But now we're going to move on to our next segment, which is about... One taught us patience as our Ariana Ariana Ariana, Ariana Grande said. <laughs> um, Apparently, someone said that her last name is Grandy now, and I'm like, this. okay, I can't, I cannot keep up with this. No. But, um, oh boy, Taylor, do I have some patience te- like some events that tested my patience? Yes, testing patience me. is the key word here. I oh struggle with patience in general, and I know that's really bad because I know that's one of the keys to life being patient and especially for me I mean I'm a teacher and like teachers are supposed to be patient I am still working on that but being a teacher has really tested me in a lot of different ways not even just like with children but just a lot of stuff like parents or um you know the workload I mean I mean it's just crazy like the go 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 and if you know a teacher in your life just stop and tell them thank you because (laughs) we're doing more than you think we are and it's not easy. And same for, like, any job, honestly. Like, your first, like, you know, quote-unquote, I hate using this, but your first big girl, big boy job, like, it's it's a it's a learning curve. Um, and you just have to really have to learn patience and how to slow down for a second. Absolutely. And patience on the other side, I have been feeling so stuck lately. Just, like... I've been feeling like, you know, you know how you love comparing yourself to where your friends are at in their lives. And, um, you know, I know a lot of girls do this with like, oh, you know, my, you know, my sister, a lot of her friends are having kids and got married forever ago. And I know she felt a lot of pressure. Um, But for me, I'm feeling pressure because a lot of my friends have already started their careers. And have already started, you know, um, the big, the next big step, if you will, in their lives. And I have been feeling so behind and it, it's hard. It's really hard to have this plan and to know what you want to do with your life. But it is just taking kind of a detour route. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it's taken me so much patience. And I have a lot of days where... I'm frustrated where I just want to change my route, even though I don't want to because um, or even though I know it's better not to because I won't be happy because it's not the career that I want. Um, You know, I'm just striving so hard to get to where I have wanted to be since I've been 16 years old. And it's really frustrating. So if you're in the same position that I'm in and, you know, it's taken you a little longer to get on your path, not because you didn't know what you wanted to do. But just because of setbacks here and there, know that it's okay. Know that time's on your side. And know that no one's judging you. And if they do, they shouldn't be your friends. (laughs) And also, they probably don't have their life together like you think they do. Because honestly, especially with social media nowadays, everything is such a front. And people are only going to highlight the best parts of their lives. They're not going to say, you know what, I'm actually struggling. You know, I'm struggling with, um, you know with school right now, or I'm struggling in my job, I'm struggling in my marriage, I'm struggling with having kids, or I'm struggling with finding someone who I want to spend the rest of my life with. And you know what, you are not alone. And it feels like you're all alone. I mean, there's times where I'm frustrated. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, you know, as a teacher, I don't know if this is like my set career path in life. um, Because I felt like, you know, I just picked a major at, at some points in my college and, you know, and I felt like maybe this is just the end for me but it's not and especially when you're in your 20s it feels like you just need to have it all together because it seems like everybody does but they don't I mean with Gitu like she said like she feels stuck right now I mean I had a similar situation in college where one semester I bombed a class and it totally threw me off my um my course for my major and I end up graduating basically a whole year behind because I had to take the semester off and start again in the fall. And it was frustrating because in my mind, I was like, you know, I'm going to graduate right on time. It's going to be great. And I'll, you know, start my job. And, you know, this is like what I'm supposed to do according to what I thought I was supposed to do. And it didn't. And it was frustrating, but you know what? I'm actually, if there's anything I'm so thankful Because I I learned a lot about myself and how to, you know, be patient with what my life is intended to do. Absolutely. I I mean, there are going to be setbacks and you know, everyone loves the saying, you know, you want to make God laugh, tell him you have a plan. And since I first walked into my first mock trial like team meeting, I had that plan that I was gonna be a lawyer and I still want to do that, but Sometimes life takes a giant shit on you, and they're like, hey, go fuck yourself. And they tell you to sit your ass down and be humble. And that's exactly what life did to me. You know, I transferred from this um, crazy, you know, intense school, and it was just so draining. I mean, people transferred after their first years. I think the percentage for that was super high just because it's a super um, demanding school. And like I think they even like compared one of the programs to like Harvard or something. I don't know how true that is, but like it was it was really tough. And I bit off more than I could chew. And at some point, I just threw my hands up and I was like, you know what, um, you know, outside forces also there were outside factors, but um, threw my hands up and I transferred to a school over here in in Florida. And it's I'm nothing against state schools, but you know, it's a state school. And I'm doing a shit ton better. I was on President's last, last semester. So like, it, and I'm really grateful for it, because it taught me that I can take classes and actually enjoy learning again, you know, at, at my old school, all I cared about was what grade am I going to get in this? You know, what does the professor want for me? And I wasn't actually applying myself. But when you get to slow things down, um, you really get to do that. So I've, I've really appreciated that. And that's just where patience has come in. You hindsight is always 2020 and you're always going to feel so much better after you've accomplished whatever it is you need to accomplish and taylor and actually another friend of mine and i were talking about how interesting it is that i'm in a different place than you know taylor is and then my friend is and we both we all feel stuck mm-hmm. in some way shape or form so like the grass is always greener on the other side you know i'm sitting there saying like god i just wanted to have a 9 to 5 job and all the main thing that I have to worry about right now is waking up on time. Like that is what I, you know, that's what I'm craving. Whereas, you know, my friend, she's dying to get back into school, you know, she's studying for the GRE and well, she actually took it, but you know, she's dying to get back into, you know, having to worry about tests and stuff. So it's just crazy how really the grass is always greener on the other side. And no matter where you are, you're going to be frustrated with something. Uh-huh. So just you're not alone in that. Yeah, like, I think this is everyone. I mean, I think we always think, like, oh, this person, like, shit, like, they have their life deal, they have this, like, great job, like, they probably don't ever question anything going on in their life, but no, that's not true. I mean, you know, again, like, for me, like, being stuck right now, I don't know, like, what my next plan is, because I'm moving to Orlando in six months, and to be honest, I don't know, like, what I'm doing in Orlando. I don't know if I want to pick up a teaching job. I applied to grad school just to see if that's what my, if that's my direction right now, because I just don't know. And I think you just have to learn, like, just hold on a second. Just hold on because like, you're going to figure it out. You don't need to know today or tomorrow. Even some people don't even figure it out until, you know, 20 years on the road. I mean, I know some 40 year olds who are just starting their careers or just figured out what they love. Um, I have a friend who, her mom just opened up a small business in Tallahassee, and she also opened up one in Thomasville. And it's this cute little, like, shop, and they sell, um, like, clothes and stuff. But, you know, she just started this in her 40s. And before this, you know, she was just kind of, like, stay-at-home mom. Before that, she was a teacher. So it's okay to just, like, wait and to see where life takes you. And I know that's cheesy, but that's just true. No, it really is true. I mean, even look at my mom. My mom just... um got her master's and she is now 52 yeah. so I 55 50 oh shit I'm the worst um but whatever <laughs> she's she's in her 50s and um she just got her master's this year which is amazing she's been a real estate agent for at least 10 years now and um one day she just woke up and she was like fuck it I'm gonna get my master's and I was like that's amazing good for and it was so ir- inspirational so um now she has this great job as a therapist, and, um she's living her she's doing the most, yeah, so um, it's never too late. And I definitely have to remind myself of that. And luckily, I have a great support system that reminds me of that that it's okay, yeah, everything will be okay. You're not a horrible person. You're not, you know, as long as you're doing the most that you possibly can, that's all anyone can ask you for, and it really is true, you know, like, mm-hmm. Whatever helps you, literally, whatever helps you sleep at night. You know, if you know that you can go to bed saying, I did the most I could do today, then that's all That's all you can do. So don't feel bad about that. Definitely has tested our patients. I know Taylor and I were also talking about patients with – um Getting jobs, yes. Um, Taylor has the best job stories in the world. Like I, I love her stories about all of her jobs oh, that she's Jesus. had. Jesus, yeah. Um, in college, I had so many random jobs, probably more than anyone should have. To be honest, I just <laughs> like did not know what I wanted to do, and also like the jobs I had were really shitty jobs. Just like jobs I got like on the spot. Like I would go into like restaurants or uh, stores and I'd be like, "Are you hiring?" They're like, yeah. And then basically, I put my application in, get an interview, get the job, whatever. Well, um, I mean, I was working at this one restaurant for maybe a month, and I hated it. I mean, I was a server, and quick thing I learned was I was not a good server. Really hard thing for me to discover because servers make a lot of money, but I just was not good at it. I mean, I literally got fired at one job (laughs) because they just said I was really bad at it, and I was like, you know what? That's okay. I was really butthurt about it, but at the end of the day, you can't be good at everything. I mean, we can't all be winners, truly, but... (laughs) <laughs> um, we can all be winners truly. <laughs> yeah. Um so I when I actually graduated I was really stressed because I had to find a job and I actually graduated in the winter time so in December and finding a job as a teacher in January is very difficult because most teaching jobs you know they start in August when school starts. And I didn't think I was going to start. I was like maybe I'll be a substitute for a while. I'm not really sure. Um I ended up finding this job kind of just really randomly. But searching for jobs was so frustrating. I, I was getting so upset about it. I was, like, putting in all these applications. wasn't hearing back, calling people, showing up. And it wasn't happening. And I just felt really down on myself about it. But it really taught me patience because I finally got a job. No, it's not the best job in the world. But <laughs> and it, we – it's just the beginning, too. I mean, you just have to try your best to be patient. I mean, I know that's a lot easier said than done, but just know that it, things will happen as they will. Yeah, and- absolutely. And you know, I know it sounds like we're getting on our soapboxes and we're um, we're preaching. Taylor and I, if you want to feel better about any way that you have fucked up in life, honestly, talk to Taylor and I. And and so we're not saying this because we think we're we know everything. It's just basically because we've experienced a lot of setbacks and they've been really shitty and they've been really trying but you know we make the most of them and we've gone through them together for the most part I mean I remember my freshman year Taylor told me what was the one where she like fired you through text message or something yeah that was like that restaurant job she well she like sent out the schedules on Sundays and I didn't get the schedule. And I was like, well, <laughs> this is um interesting. And I thought, like, oh, maybe she just hasn't sent it out, even though it was 11 p.m. And I was like, am I working tomorrow? Who knows? So I sent a text to my coworker. And she's like, yeah, she sent it out. And then she sent me a picture of the schedule, and I wasn't on it. And I was like, hmm, well, that's interesting. I don't know why I'm not on the schedule. So I texted my boss. And I was like, hey, I was like, I know she didn't put me on the schedule. and I also didn't get the schedule. She's like, yeah, da, da, da. I, mean, I was meaning to tell you that I actually – think it would be best if you didn't come in again. (laughs) (laughs) Which really shitty way of firing someone. That was really Basically she told you to go fuck yourself. Basically. And it was really, I mean, first of all, that was really immature on her part. I mean, she was really like a young girl and honest, I mean, I think she was like 25, like a manager at this restaurant and she was kind of not to use this word um, for everyone, but she was kind of a bitch about it honestly. But I went in there, gave her my apron or whatever my little like host or I'm sorry my like server close or whatever and I told I mean I was very upfront I was like listen like I understand that I was not a good server but I don't appreciate you know sending me a text to fire me I mean that's really I mean that's kind of low and I think she like realized I was kind of embarrassed I didn't say it in a rude way I was just like it's not it's not professional that's not how people do this and I had a patient because I had to find a new job, like, and I, I had a pretty good steady job for a little bit, and that was very difficult, because I was like, you know, I've got bills to pay, and this just put me in a really tough situation, but I, mean, I figured it out, I mean I think I, did, I found another job in, like, two weeks, but you just have to, like, make do with whatever life throws you, even if it seems like it's, like, the absolute worst yeah, absolutely. I, I remember, so in high school, I wasn't, not that I wasn't allowed to have a job, but um, my family was just very academically focused, and they just expected the best grades. So um, that, along with, you know, all the extracurriculars that I was part of, I just didn't really have time for a job. But one summer, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get a job. Let's do this. So <laughs> I literally, like, I went to apply at Panera. And I gave them my application. I was so excited. Straight, like, never heard back from them. Just never. I don't know why. I assume it was because I didn't have any experience. I hear Panera is, like, super selective. So they said, go fuck yourself. I applied to Hollister. (laughs) Because in high school, who the fuck doesn't want Hollister jeans at a discount? Come on. (laughs) So I applied to Hollister. And they liked me. They liked me enough to ask me for an interview. Well, smart Gitu over here decides to sneak off campus and get in trouble for it, and my mom found out that I snuck off campus when I wasn't supposed to, so she grounded me and didn't even let me go to the interview, so didn't get to Hollister, (laughs) even though I really wanted to, but those are my two job stories. But I think my favorite of Taylor's is when she texted me, and I was like, hey, like, Whatever happened to that one job, was it PetSmart? And you're like, honestly, I just stopped going. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the best experiences with jobs to be honest. I mean, now I have a steady job, but yeah, like I had so many like shitty jobs. Honestly, and I mean, I don't want to like put the blame here, but honestly, a lot of the people who ran the places that I worked at were just so shitty. I mean, they just they didn't know how to run a company or a business and I was like you know what honestly like why am I wasting all this energy for this it was ridiculous can you just literally stop going right mm-hmm. yeah literally <laughs> just stopped going I was like nope <laughs> I'm gonna hit him the nope today that's so funny yes yeah, well funny. all right we're gonna move on enough of the sadness with patience <laughs> I think know, the next di- one is not any better yeah I was about to say we're gonna dive into some more sad shit and talk about pain but uh we're gonna keep this a little more light-hearted I know again it sounds like we're on our soap boxes but I promise you we're just speaking from hilarious now we can say they're hilarious experiences I mean the fact that you just never showed up at PetSmart ever again is fucking phenomenal oh me. I know I love fucking PetSmart man <laughs> don't do it don't do it I mean hey PetSmart, thank you for providing my dog with food but you know <laughs> I just no, just don't don't do it. Honestly, that they will literally make you not patient with dogs and I again we're talking about patience here but it was I remember I remember you came back after that week your first week there and you're like do you know what it means to express a dog's glands and I was like what the fuck does that mean she was like and Taylor literally described how you press on a dog's basically asshole. And it just, like, sharts shit all over the fucking shit. place. It just projectiles everywhere. Yeah, it, it and was, I was disgusting. I worked in the grooming department. And people ask for this. Like, people yeah. pay to get their dog's assholes pushed on. Yeah, and trust me, you don't want to do that I mean kudos to the people who are you know making it work but it just wasn't it wasn't my it wasn't my direction in life but <laughs> let's just say that <laughs> that's so so great and you know upside story on the Hollister thing I ended up going to a Hollister store yes embarrassing when I was in college in South Carolina and I guess they liked me there because I was literally just checking out and um I didn't buy a dress or any or I bought a dress or something okay like it wasn't jeans with the logo on it I'm not lame like it's fine but um I was checking out and they're like hey like are you looking for a job and my face just went completely blank and I was like I'm leaping and I just went (laughs) I was like you had your chance Hollister like fuck off (laughs) Like, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously, now? Literally, it was one of those moments that I wish, like, if there was a camera, I just zoomed in on my face. And I was just like, are you for real right now? Like, it becomes a meme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, all right. So, talking about pain. Yeah, so, one taught me pain. That was the one. And honestly, so, in the Ariana Grande video, or not video, but the song, I think she kind of was pinpointing a pain because she was dealing with a lot of shit in her life with her breakup with pete davidson who she was engaged with for like two months even though they like dated for two months i don't know really strange but also mac miller mac miller yeah, yeah. passed away and that was someone she dated for a while so she definitely dealt with some pain her, her life and we i mean while i have never dealt with the death of you know an ex boyfriend per se i i mean you and i both have dealt with pain in our life with growing pains in particular of growing up and becoming an adult yeah absolutely we've you know Taylor has a little sister and um just being in a sorority we see all the younger pledge classes and um just even seeing younger girls in general like on social media and stuff you it really starts hitting you that you're not you know you're not in high school anymore and (laughs) which is good (laughs) I'm so glad (laughs) yeah thank goodness we're not in high school anymore but it hits you like, you know, you have to deal with all these adult responsibilities. You have to worry about all these adult things. And it is so stressful. Like, I've, I'm watching um, a lot of these people who I used to babysit and stuff, and they're high schoolers now. And I just remember thinking back on high school and how the biggest worry I had freshman year was, you know, uh, who's whose house am I going to Friday night for a sleepover? Or, you know... Um, does that boy like me? Or, you know, something silly like that. Why did those girls steal our spot by the library? Do you remember how the library in high school was, like, the cool place to sit for a while? Yes, it was. It was nice outside, though. but It that... was, but I think it switched. Like, at our high school, um, our high school was, was basically all outdoors. It was, like, 100 acres, right? Mm-hmm. And um, super nice. And each year, the cool spot to sit during lunch changed. I think freshman mm-hmm. year, it started out, like in the cafeteria yeah year it turned into the library and then junior year and senior year we were allowed to go off campus yeah so I know a lot of people would like you know fight over who was driving furthest to get to Whataburger in time <laughs> by the end um by the end of the time that lunch was over and stuff like that so it's just crazy how those were our biggest problems or even how our biggest problem you know going back to Hollister was you know are they going to notice that I'm wearing knockoff Uggs? <laughs> you know, like... Oh, my God. Which I totally had some of those. because oh, I wouldn't dare touch knockoff Uggs. Actually, side story. I'm going to shit on my sister for a second. My dad literally went to Australia. And, you know, this was when Uggs were really cool. And my sister and I asked him for Uggs. And I guess my dad got the wrong pair for my sister. She asked for a black pair. And it ended up – he went to an Ugg store, but, like, for some reason it didn't have the logo of Ugg on the back of the boot. And I remember my sister got it, and she was like, what is this? (laughs) Everyone is going to make fun. Like, like, what is this? No, she literally did not wear them. Like, did not wear them. And as much as she's going to try to deny this when she hears this, it happened. I witnessed it happen in the kitchen when my dad got home from Australia, and it was the funniest shit in the world because – funny. It was literally, like, what the sound you make when you see someone drop their iPhone face down. You're just like, oh, my God. Like, you have committed a sin. <laughs> and um, my dad was so confused. He was literally like, what the fuck? I literally went to Australia to get you goddamn shoes. Like, can you please so be a- on- These shoes, even if they don't see goddamn Ugg on the back.
1: <laughs> I will what take
0: what is Ugg? What is Why is it, it a- looking- a- UGG <laughs> So great. But, yeah, I miss when those were the times when... Um, that, that was all we had to worry about yeah but we were also talking about how like it's kind of hard to keep up with these young folks and what I mean by that is like we like I see these uh you know people who are starting college or you know other people who are a lot younger and I mean they're really trendy or they're like doing all these things like I mean I saw this girl who she's a freshman at FSU and she's always like traveling she was always, like the cutest clothes and like her Instagram is like you know, it has, like, a particular, like, color scheme. I don't even know what that's called. Like, a feed. I don't know. Like, she has a, like, a color scheme for her Instagram, so it all matches. Like, every photo is the same color. What is that called? Everything. Oh, like, a theme? Yeah, like, she has, like, a theme on her Instagram. I'm like, shit, like, I can't, like, honestly, like, that's a lot of work. And also, like, the photos these people take, like, they're so, I don't know. They're just, like, so well taken. I'm like, honestly, like, if I have a good photo, I'll post it. But to be honest, that's not very often. I mean, it's like once in a blue moon, I'll get a good photo of me. Right, <laughs> it, yeah. It's hard to keep up with it. And it's kind of hard to, like, you know, deal with that and, like, realize, like, you know, honestly, like, I can't keep up with the Joneses here. I can't really, all the it, young people and, like, how things are changing. And that's okay. But it just... It seriously is keeping up with the Joneses, too. Like, you know, I also think about the fact that I see a lot of girls... And like their main priority is to get a picture their main priority is to like literally sit and take 20 minutes out of their going out time with their friends to take a picture and yeah. you know Taylor and I are both definitely guilty of this but we really don't care about it as much as most of these girls that we see do and like I think that's part of the growing pains as you know you, th- you talk to all these people from older generations, and they're like, I just don't get it. I just don't get why you do this. I don't get why this is so important. And I've definitely seen I've heard myself say that about younger people. Like, I don't get why this is so important. Why are you so worried about like, how this looks? Or why are you so worried about getting a picture when you should be taking shots to the face? over at that bar over there yeah like, I, I agree it's definitely become like a big thing now but i mean it's hard because like, even now like we even try to like make sure our photos are cute for instagram and we try absolutely love yes. it but it's okay to like not keep up with it too i mean we are a little bit older now i mean we're not old but we're getting older and it's okay to not be that generation because every generation is gonna have something new something trendy and i mean it's just you do what you can. I mean, honestly, like they probably look at us like wow, like these people have their life together, even though we definitely don't. So Yeah, that's the other thing is when we thought that, you know, people in their twenties were had their shit together and you know, yeah, they had the whole life plan out. Well, joke's on us because we're in our twenties and I don't know what the fuck is going on half the right. time. So also like another thing with like the pain is like we were talking about how like we can't like party like we used to or like eat the things we, we were able to before in the past like i mean we can still eat the things but like metabolism is like a real thing guys like i seriously i think about uh freaky friday you remember that movie with Lindsay lohan yeah and i think about how the mom like when they switched over the mom got to eat french fries for the first time in like 20 years she said or something and i i like that scene stuck with me i was like the day that i deprive myself of french fries yeah i mean even now like I'm I'm so hey. careful what i eat i mean i've been on like a fitness kick recently and i'm really trying to like you know make sure i have a healthier lifestyle just because i want to like develop these habits now so when i'm older it's easier but i mean jesus like if i eat like a burger and fries in a milkshake like there is going to be consequences tomorrow i mean it's okay to do that but like i know if i'm doing like the way i eat my freshman year because a uh, side story my freshman year I lived in a dorm, and right next to my dorm was a McDonald's. <laughs> like, literally not even 20 feet from my And family. mind you guys, this McDonald's has been on, like, World Star and shit. Yeah. This McDonald's ratchet, is famous. Uh, yeah. And I had a meal plan, like, with FSU. But, to be honest, like, you know, I was going out a lot. I was drinking a lot and eating way too many chicken nuggets way too many fries and I was very petite and I was just eating so much McDonald's and like I I didn't like get I didn't gain weight my freshman year but my parents kept saying like Taylor you better slow down because this is gonna catch up to you later I was like I can eat as many chicken nuggets as I want and I will still be uh, tiny they're like all right Taylor well (laughs) fast forward like two years later and I was like wait shit I think this is like catching up now (laughs) wait I regret this so much now yeah and like we jo- my parents and I joke about it now because I'm like honestly like I kind of wish I would have like you know listened to them then because it definitely affects your body I mean yes like you can probably get away with that when you're younger but I mean it's so true like when you're older like I mean your body just doesn't work the way it does like when you're 18 versus you know 24 25 or 30 okay. 40 Def- Not. I mean, like I still remember Taylor and I's go to meal. Was this your freshman year? I don't know. Sophomore year, maybe. Um, was pizza rolls and that V eight juice. The it was like pineapple orange. Oh yeah, juice. Yeah, I loved juice. That was smoothies. That was my favorite, and to this day, um, everyone who knows me knows that I love this. Um, my drunk food is pizza rolls. I am obsessed with pizza rolls. My first move. If we didn't go out to get food after going out was to heat up some motherfucking pizza rolls. Like the they're combination good. the Totino combination pizza rolls, I would eat for the rest of my life if I could. Like they're just so good and Hell they're good. the type of food that you're gonna eat even if it burns the roof of your mouth. Like you just do it. Yeah. It's so when you so good. first bite into it and it like literally like like burns a hole in your mouth. You're like, it's still good. <laughs> I'm gonna keep eating <laughs> it. Like the next morning you can't feel your tongue or the roof of your mouth. Exactly. Like, it was you're worth just, it. Like, You're just like this this hurts so good. Like I needed this in my life. And I remember there there were so many mornings I woke up with just like a plate and like there was one pizza roll left. And I'm not ashamed. I still ate that pizza roll right in the morning. I mean, I needed it to wake up. But yeah, I mean, you know, we can do that some days, but I remember my sophomore year, I was obsessed with Moe's queso. And literally for like lunch and dinner, I would go there and I'd get a big ass bag of bag or bag of chips. Mm -hmm. and I would get the the large queso and I would sit and eat it all oh yeah for both meals and that is the year that I grew an ass (laughs) (laughs) yeah I remember the I remember the actually I don't have an ass it's still flat I just got in other places (laughs) (laughs) she thick no I'm just kidding I'm not thick but (laughs) but no like I oh my god like my sophomore year um Shane and I were dating at this point and we like It was, like, I think it was actually the summer between my freshman year of college and my sophomore year. And we, like, went ham that summer. We ate, like, Chick-fil-A, like, every day. We had so much, like, candy. And we're just like, hell yeah. Then I started noticing I was, like, gaining, like, a pound or two. And I was like, oh, that's not a big deal. Like, if I'm a pound more, it's not, like, a big deal. Because I had never thought I was fat or anything. But I was like, it's fine. But then, like, that pound slowly turned into, like, 10 pounds. And then like, <laughs> 12 pounds, I was like, wait, 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 no, that's actually not what we're doing. Whoa, whoa, it. whoa, back whoa up, go, back, up. go back, go back, go back. So then I'm like, fuck. So now I'm like, shit, like, I cannot, like, eat a fucking pound of, like, fucking Sour Patch Kids, because if I do that, I will literally gain a pound, because that's, like, 3,000 calories or more, and that's, I mean, 3, was it 3,500 calories is, like, a pound? I mean, that's, I mean, that shit adds up, and Again, like, that can still happen when you're younger, but I feel you could kind of get away with it a little bit more, and now, like, I had to be careful. And also, like, with drinking, like, when I was drinking when I was younger, don't drink underage, just kidding, do it, but, (laughs) but, like, you know, I would, like, literally go and like get, like, vodka cranberry juice or vodka, like, I don't even know, like, just juice that was, like, really caloric, and now, I mean, we're, I mean, like, we've talked about in our previous episodes, like, now it's, like, vodka soda water and that's you know way less calories and yeah it still gets the job done but you just I feel like the painful thing is you just have to be a little bit more mindful of just like how you're treating your body with food with like sleep like partying like I mean honestly like partying now for me like we go home at like midnight I mean I don't remember the last time I stayed up until 2 a.m at a bar I mean it's been a very long time probably yeah, I mean, if I know I need to be up past two AM, that's when I go after my, uh, my kryptonite, my vodka Red Bull, and that shit does something else to me. I don't know what it is, but I just I'm bouncing off the walls. I'm super like pumped about everything. I'm jealous. It does not hit me. I think I just drink way too much caffeine though. I think I need to like slow down with caffeine. Maybe for Christmas break, I'll I'll stop. You know, I'd like <laughs> to see that happen to you, Taylor. There are so many times that Taylor and I have literally been like. We're about to go to the mall, which is an event for us because she and I love looking at every single article of clothing. Um, we'll literally take a caffeine pill before we walk in. And we're like, we need this. <laughs> we need yeah, this. Caffeine pills have saved my life. Probably not the best yeah. thing for your body, but like it actually helps because like drinking coffee, especially like for me, like teaching, I can't like drink a coffee because then I'll have to pee or honestly shit in my pants. And I-, I can't like be like, all right, kids, be right back. I'll be back in 10 minutes. <laughs> that's just not an option for me so yeah like exactly happy ca- thing is real <laughs> exactly and you know what like i know that this was more of a serious episode um talking about you know just the woes of adulthood but we feel like we needed to address it because ariana grande like i don't know she she won an award recently and taylor and i were just talking about this how she said you know I it, I know it seems like I have everything in in life that you know that I need and I do, <laughs> but <laughs> like she said a silhouette that because that, that was really I know much. we were like okay Ariana but she she also addressed the fact that she's gone through some rough shit and I think Taylor and I we we talk about this all the time how it's so unfair that social media has portrayed like your life without all of its problems and we just wanted to take an episode to sit down. With all of you millions of listeners out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our millions. We literally have like two. But, um, <laughs> you know, what we, we just want to sit down with you guys. And let you know that, look, the struggle is real. It do be like that sometimes. Be like, like, it really do be like that. And, you know, we, we just want to let you guys know that even though our beautiful voices probably convey that we have our shit together, we most definitely do not. I mean, so Literally read the title of our episode, or of our podcast, and you'll feel 100% better. I mean, that studies show when you read We Can't All Be Winners," you'll truly feel better. I mean, like I said, Taylor and I, literally it. last week, we were crying to each other on the phone, and we were saying we should run away. So clearly, our lives are not all that great no. if we're trying to run away. Hey, Ariana Grande's life is not all together. I mean, she literally said that. And you know, celebrities, too, they I mean they post like these amazing photos they have these like awesome like things that happen in their life but they don't have it together either I mean I love when I hear this it sounds like so cynical but like I love when I hear about like celebrities going through like tough times sometimes because I'm like oh my god wait they actually like have like pain in their lives too they have to deal with like shit too and no their life isn't always like you know this magical world and that goes with anyone whether it's a celebrity whether it's some girl on Instagram that, like, seems to have it together or some YouTuber you watch or even, like, a friend you have. Like, it's not – it's really not all cracked up to be. Not a- Exactly. It's definitely not how, not how it seems. And um, Taylor and I just want to take some time to, to express that. And, you know, clearly our lives haven't changed that much because the our senior year, Taylor and I had a very similar conversation about how we wanted to run away. And lived together in a hotel. <laughs> Low point. And this was literally like one of the most memorable nights of our lives. And I think this was honestly the night that solidified the fact that we were going to be friends forever. Yeah. Um. I think I was sleeping over at Taylor's house. And you got in trouble. What did we get in trouble for? This is was this school? New Year's? Oh, it was like, yeah, I think it was like in high school or something. Like my parents, like we had like went to like some New Year's party. And my parents were like, do not drink we're going to breathalyze you, which, because my parents, like, I don't understand them. They, this is they, honestly they, an amazing story. So we're going to leave you guys with this. This yes. will be our, our ending story here. Yes. So basically, yeah, I think it was like senior year, maybe it was freshman year of college, like when I had to come back, because again, I lived in a dorm, so did you too, and we couldn't like stay at the dorms over the break. And my parents said, well, don't drink over New Year's because um, we're going to breathalyze you. We're like, aha, okay. So <laughs> we did definitely drink. So we went to this, like, party, and it was really weird. It was, like, some, like, kind of, kickback party with, like, old high school friends or whatever. And, yeah. like, well, we'll just have, like, a glass or two of champagne. We did have, like, a friend who was driving us who was sober, but um, we drank, and we're like, well, we'll just have, like, a glass or two of champagne. Well, that turned into, like, a shitload of champagne. And then, honestly, like, on the way back home, I was like, okay, Gitu, like, we have to act sober. Well, Gitu, like, looks over at me, and the seat, like, because we were in the backseat of this car, and she just had this like face. I was like, she just looked mortified, and like her face was like starting to get pale. And I was like, what's wrong? <laughs> and the guy who was driving was like, what What's going on? She's like, you need to pull over. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so we literally like haul ass to a gas station, and Gita goes to the bathroom and like pukes her brains out. And I'm like, oh, I'm not gosh, kidding, guys. God. This shit was blue. Like I know you're saying we were drinking champagne, and I'm sure that happened at some point. I don't really remember, but. I was also drinking whatever the fuck um, one of our good guy friends was making. It was some kind of island drink. Yeah, like Blue and, Quavo or something. Yeah, and this is the first time that I've ever heard of the liqueur. Um, <laughs> blue, liqueur. Liqueur. Uh, blue Curacao or Curacao, whatever. Um, and I can't tell you how many of those drinks I had, but I vomited it all up in this gas station oh, bathroom. Oh, yeah. And blue liquid everywhere. Yes, and my thoughts while I'm in the bathroom I'm holding her hair, because I was also drunk too. And I'm like, Gitu, like, we gotta get it together. Like, my parents are gonna know we're drunk. Because we were getting home, like, pretty early. I mean, it was, like, probably like, 1230. It was, like, right after midnight on New Year's. And yeah. at home, we, like, open up my parents' front door. We're like, okay, well, maybe there'll be, be asleep." Well, my dad, like, pops out from around the corner. He's like, breathalyzer. We're like, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. He pulls out a breathalyzer, I... and Gitu literally just automatically puts her hands in her mouth she's like i have to go i was like i was like i'm not doing it i'm not doing it and i literally sprinted upstairs and said i'm sorry i need to take my contacts out right now which good thank god because her fucking alcohol percentage in her body was probably like through the roof but well maybe it was less because you threw up but my parents made me breathalyze myself and it was so embarrassing like that that conversation was incredibly uncomfortable i just like sat there and i'm just like And I remember we had to, they made us sit there because I took my contacts out and I was trying to hide upstairs, but like Taylor was taking too long. So I was like, oh God, I got to save her. So I came back downstairs and I remember I sat in this one chair in the living room and Taylor's mom was staring at me, just glaring at me. And I just, my face was like. Straight to the floor on the ground, like don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact. Your pupils probably look really fucked up. Like Which also don't Gita's make like eye contact. Talker, like she talks so much, so like that was like out of the ordinary for her. And my mom was like, "You too like you're not talking, so I know your your ass is drunk right now." <laughs> and you know what's great about this story is that Taylor's parents tell this story to this day, like at her wedding. I'm pretty sure they told this story like three times. Yeah, like it, it's just so. I mean. But it's just funny because, like, it. you just, like, learn so much, like, about, like, these, like, funny things. Like, when you're growing up, you're like, fuck, like, should I have done that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Taylor and I are, like, honestly, no ragrets But <laughs> basically, after Taylor and I get reamed by her parents, we go upstairs and Taylor starts crying. And we're laying in her bed and she was just sobbing. And she was like, I hate the way my parents are. Like, they're so hard on me. Like, I can't believe they literally breathalyzed me tonight. Like, what the fuck? And I, mind you, I'm still wasted. Sure, I threw up, but I was gone. Like, just hammered. <laughs> and um, we were laying there and Taylor was just sobbing. And I was like, you know what, Taylor? Like, I have an idea. Like, do you want to run away? <laughs> and Taylor was like, yeah, honestly, I need to get away from my parents. And I was like, okay, I have an idea. You know, I have enough money saved in my account for us to go stay at Hotel Duval. Now, mind you guys, if you're not from Tallahassee, hotel duval is literally a five-star fucking hotel yes that like costs, where I, that's where like, i stayed on my wedding to give some clarification like literally cost hundreds of dollars per night and my ass is sitting there thinking that i can post us up there for like a solid year no clearly my math was not that great so you know i'm no just- it, was, it was it was very thoughtful though like i'm glad that the option was there even though we probably would have been kicked out of the hotel room by maids but it's okay you know yeah we we were convinced though like we had a whole life plan figured out for us from from living there like we had it all figured out and last week when taylor and i were crying and saying we wanted to run away it brought me back to that night
1: and yes.
0: um it's funny how things do that it's just crazy how years later taylor and i are still sitting here being like honestly fuck it let's just run away it's so funny so Alright guys, so thank you for listening to our spiel on love, patience and pain on um, good old Ariana... I- Why can I not say this bitch's name? Ariana Grande. Whatever. Honestly, like you know, this is an unpopular opinion but I don't really like her that much. Like... Yeah? I, th- Yeah, yeah. I thought like... I- <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like her. She's awesome. She is a fierce ass, boss ass bitch but I think I'm still drunk. But like... <laughs> she's a boss ass bitch but i've been watching these behind the scenes videos with thank you next and then her like dangerous woman diaries and she's just not really that funny (laughs) and i i appreciate people with humor if you can't tell and she just she tries to crack these jokes and i just i don't it's not happening ariana i don't get them ariana like if you could just like clear it up for me or be like maybe a little more funny try harder That'd be great. Because I want to like her, but I just like, she's just not funny. Yep. So but we do get have- your shit together, Ariana. Dude, we, we can't all be winners. And that includes Ariana Grande. Apparently, it even includes her. So, uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We promise next week will be a little more lighthearted than this. But, uh, yes. Yeah. Thank you next. Yeah, thank you, Next. And stay tuned for um, two weeks from now. And um, we're excited to release our next podcast. So we'll see you guys in two weeks. All right, bye, guys.